Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 27 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. We here at TVTP are dedicated to bringing you what you need, what you want, and what you hadn't even thought you were missing out on. We're here to talk about pets, vets, talking pets, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm your intro man, Dr. Robbie Andert, and I'm joined by the man whose sultry voice and soothing tones and calm demeanor has saved many anxious pets from overworking their adrenal glands. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you? Welcome, listeners. <laughs> I thought I'd just bring it down a notch. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we've been up the last few weeks, haven't well, we? And, and it's not that I'm feeling down. It's a beautiful sunny day. And, you know, we're here podcasting early in the early on a Saturday morning in the, in the pod cave. But I just thought, yeah, we'll we just, we just bring it in a little bit. You know, just, just rein it in a little bit. You know, just keep it in second gear and just see how that goes for a week. Just chill it down, you just reckon, mate? Just down. do the chill podcast. Just bring it down. I like yeah. it. I like it. A nice. little bit of Cafe Del Mar in the background or something What's like that. that? What's Cafe I, Del Mar? Uh, do you ever, uh, like in the 90s, it was Cafe Del Mar? 90s, like, mate, I'm out. Yeah, switched yeah. out. Oh, there was a, um, oh, they, I reckon they must have put out about 60,000 different um, CDs of like different lounge music and chill out oh, music right. and cool down stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cafe Del Mar series. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so there was, there was bucket loads of that. Absolutely not up my alley at all. Right. But, um, but when I, cause I worked in a CD shop. Um, oh, when did I, yeah, yeah. yeah, when I was at uni, I worked. Um, right. Yeah, at absolutely nothing like Empire Records, nothing at all like Empire <laughs> Records. Um, and uh, is, and it, is it still there mate, today, mate? Still selling CDs? No, it's not. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> Gone the same way as Blockbuster and Video Easy, eh? Yeah, at the, I mean, look, I still, I still like to buy CDs, so I still go and buy CDs from JB Hi-Fi. You yeah, know? right. Um, I don't know what it is. It's just that thing of opening up the packet. And but the thing is, I've got then nothing to pay the CDs on at home, <laughs> so I put the CD into the computer, so then I can put it onto my iTunes, so I can listen to it on MP3, and I've got this stack of CDs sitting there's there. Easier, and it's like, there's easier ways. There's these easier days, ways Robbie. of doing it. And I look at it, go, what the hell am I doing? I still do the same with DVDs as well. Like I watch yeah i do netflix and all that sort of stuff but there's still just something about going and buying a dvd and putting a dvd into the uh you know you get to look at the cover art and all that sort of stuff you know well that explains why you you keep asking me for the tape of the podcast mate so yeah, you, i know you can open it up and and play it on your tape deck is that right that's yeah. right yeah i've even got an old reel to reel at home that i can play <laughs> that on you know can, can we get it put, um, pressed on vinyl acetate or something <laughs> like that being a really old school real hipster well, we need to do seasons then so we can have you know vinyl for each season like this is season one of Two Vet Talk Pets. Oh, like we were talking last time. I see what you mean. How many for a season? Yeah, rightio. And and I think sometimes you can actually do different coloured pressings as well. Right. Like you know, like you can get um like I think Kiss used to put out like you know like white vinyl. Yeah, a, 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 yeah, white, yeah, white for the for the makeup. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So they'd, they'd be white. I've seen I've seen red vinyl. You know how cool yeah, would that be? Gold. We'd have to go gold, mate. Like your microphone. <laughs> 
John Laws, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's bring it down again. Oh, yes, yes. What have you been up to this week, mate? Oh, well, um, so, uh, well, we've had um, uh, Father's Day uh, uh, this in this last week, haven't we? What did you get up to for uh, Father's oh, Day? Well, Father's Day, mate. Got some lovely presents from the kids. Cool. Like, you know, I've been having issues uh, with my glasses. And yes. Trying to, still trying to sort them out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, kids gave me a present. Lovely, you know, a beautiful present. Oh, that's really sweet, guys. Excellent. Nice little card. Open up. Yep, April. Yeah. Oh, gave me a pair of binoculars. Oh, lovely. Nice one. Thanks, sweetie. Stella, what'd you give me? Yep, uh, that's two pairs of binoculars I got for Two Father's pairs of binoculars, <laughs> fantastic. So they have a Father's Day stand at the at the uh, at school, oh, Father's yes. Day stall. Yep. And both of them obviously thought my vision was starting to fail on me. <laughs> <laughs> so they've gone, here you go, Dad, have, have two pairs of binoculars. Have, have, did they try and teamwork it together and like sort of sticky tape them together so then they can oh, have that two so, go at once, like so, the go-go gadget binoculars? Yeah, so we could see the moon. Oh, nice yeah, one. Instead of just, uh, you know, three metres in front of us. They're, they're not the most expensive binoculars. They're, they're not the Greatest, greatest no, ones? No, no, I don't no. think so. I was like, oh, look, I can see my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I got a um for, uh, from our school one. There was um uh, we got a little uh, tin with a, a succulent that was planted in it, but it's a little leaning tower of Pisa one. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I mean, Camille listened. Camille listens to the podcast, so I love my little my, my little succulent very yeah, very well. But we cute. need to uh, we need to go and replant it because it's um not looking like it's uh, quite as you know. Uh, Vertical. I was going erect. That, that's yeah, the word I was going to say, say. That Robbie. But I thought no, no. When when my seven year old daughter's listening to this, and she goes, "What does erect mean, mummy?" Standing, standing upright, standing upright, yes, yes. as it should. <laughs> the way it was intended. No? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's keep it all 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 PC, mate. Yeah. Back to sultry. And back to sultry. Back now, down. We had, speaking of sultry, I've got yeah. I've got a stack of things here, mate. We've got some uh, had had some had some merch, some swag. Oh no, we got I a char- we got the character fight fo- character. You're finally done, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. So it's um. So we've got. Uh, we'll, we'll put a picture of it up yeah. on uh, online. Yeah. You know, Do you reckon we should change that to our logo for our podcast? Or I, I think I think we should. I think it's, should? I think it's time to up uh, up up update I, it. You I know? think so. It's um. I mean, we've had that. We've had the one there for uh. You know the the, the twenty twenty seven episodes. Yeah. The selfie face. The selfie face. <laughs> as yeah. As my daughter would say. <laughs> selfie face. Selfie face. <laughs> um. So I reckon we could. Um. Yeah. I reckon absolutely we could upload that onto the. Uh. You know. On, onto. Yeah. All right, no, it sounds good. So we got, well, and well, the stickers too. So that's going to be for our Patreon subscribers. Exactly. Well, I finally got the stickers done, and uh, and the thing was, you know, we were chatting away, and you were saying oh, I'll get a hundred, and I was saying oh maybe only fifty, and yeah, yeah. We looked at the price, and and yeah, it was I don't know how, how much it was for fifty, and then the way they suck you in. So I bought the fifty, yeah. Got to the final screen, and they go, would you like another fifty for half price? Right. Like, oh, yes. So I got yep. sucked in, mate. We well, got a hundred. Well, that was the thing because when when we were having a look at the numbers for them like yeah, the the difference price difference between getting 150 was negligible yeah, you was, know it was basically it, double the price yeah and i thought well that's really weird i'm surprised they don't try and give it to you but they get they you it. They, they still get you so you a little tip just to the end just wait just just hold off long enough just get you there wait uh, until we know we've made the sale yeah. and then we hit you and with then, the we'll, big... then we'll discount you yeah and then they then and then after that they've gone would you like a mug Oh really? So that's where the mugs came from, mate. So we've got some mugs Cu- too. Couple of mugs, yeah. So yep. yeah, I reckon. Um, and the, the, I've come when I've um come here today, listeners. Uh, Lewis is there with his uh two vets talk pets <laughs> podcast mug. That looks at, and it's, it's come up an absolute it treat. Looks great, so it? Um, very, very happy with so it. So I reckon. Um, I reckon it'd be you know because we've got a we've got a couple of them. I reckon uh you know we, we should try and have a a way see see if there's some way that we can try and send it out to one to a listener. Which think of a competition or oh, something. That's an idea. That we that's could do thought. that to try and. Uh, try 
try try and send yeah. one out to well, someone. Well, what so, I was thinking was, yeah. that, you know, because uh, we've got so many stickers now. Yes. What? Let's do a thing where if if anyone out there, yeah, yeah, maybe this is taking a little bit of a leaf from Hamish and Andy. Good. But anyone out there on social media, they've got a little group. Yes. Maybe it's a family group, just four or five people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's your work little group. Yeah. You know? And and if you put a post, you might have a WhatsApp group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. What's that? You don't know what WhatsApp no, is. No. <laughs> what? What's that? What's that? <laughs> maybe a Snapchat group. Sna- Snapchat Snapchat group. group. Whatever. And if you put a post. Of uh, of our, you know, for the podcast, just yes. saying, hey, everyone, check this out. Really, really good. Maybe take a screenshot, screenshot. Or, a, or a snap of it or tag us in it. Yes, yeah. And then if we see that, we'll send out to you yeah. a sticker. A Fantastic. complimentary. We'll pay the postage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Stick up. We'll send it out. We'll send one out Fantastic. to you. Fantastic. And then when you get it, you know, bump, bump, bang it on your car or on, yeah. your, on the back of your computer yeah. or, you know. Oh, the at work or something like yeah, that. And, that's uh, right, and and get some more listeners for us. That'd be it'd, awesome. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. 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 Now, well, speaking of that, Lisa Hilliard. Yeah. Just a quick shout out to her on Facebook. Put a post for us on the Anxious Dogs of Australia support page on okay. Facebook. Fantastic. Just saying how good we are, um, and and how it's all going. So look, t- I tell you what, Lisa, big listener of the pod. Send us uh, send us your details and uh, and we'll send you out a sticker. Thank you very much. Fantastic, Lisa. Let's start yeah. the ball rolling, hey? Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, just um, shoot shoot through your details to uh, two vets talk pets at uh, gmail dot com. Yeah. What well, well, what don't we do? We'll just give me your phone number, mate. Oh four nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one three double one double six. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Pizza. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's good for anxious dogs. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of anxious dogs, mate, we uh, this podcast is brought to us by Zilkeen. Yes. The uh, Acer Kazo, Alpha Kazozapine. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, additive that uh, that's used for, for dogs and cats that have mild anxieties. Yes. Um, so thank you very much for Zilkeen for coming on board. And, we- and I've actually um, uh, I've got, uh, last weekend, Christina and I had to go to uh, Queensland for a wedding. So Rosie went to the kennels. Yes. She's come back a little bit on the stressy Ooh. side. So we've got Rosie on the Zilkeen nice. just trying to help to calm her down yeah. again a little bit. She's been getting a little anxiousy, anxiousy. So, uh, yeah, a little little bit more separation anxiety than usual. So we just using that to see, because you're not bad, but we're just seeing if that's going to help to, you know, get her back onto an even keel again. Good so, stuff, mate. Did you- did you get free product? Are we up for free product for that? Uh, I, bought, I bought this one. I thought I'd do the right thing. You know, bought, bought, the, oh, bought the bottle. We'll send an invoice into oh, there you, go. Yeah, sure. you reckon? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they'll reverse us. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it, I'll, I'll, yeah, I bought it through Two Vets Talk Pets so we can claim it on the tax for this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did notice yeah. something coming out of the joint bank account, mate. I was, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, yeah. there was that and there was also the charcoal chicken I bought for lunch. So yeah, no. And the pizza delivery yeah. we got. <laughs> I had to give Dougie some work. Yeah, you know, Dougie's out of work now. Dougie, yeah? oh my you remember, god! You remember Dougie from yeah. the old pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dougie. Oh, so Zilkeen guys, get onto it. Yeah, go get on. on. Go. And and we also we also have another sponsor, mate. We've got. Oh, get out of town! Yeah, we've got Who a we second got? sponsor. So we've got Prime One Hundred Dog Foods have come on board. Fantastic, which is amazing. So these are the Prime One Hundred for the big one that that. We're a fan of is the crocodile and tapioca. Yes, we might talk about this in another podcast. Maybe, maybe we'll, come we'll, out. We'll go in depth again soon. But, um, but yeah, the um, the prime one hundred foods really, really good. Uh, single protein yes. diet. Yes, so Australian owned. Australian owned. Australian and made. made. Yep. And, and in Melbourne, here in Melbourne. So yes, fantastic food. Um, available from you know good 
good uh, uh, pet, pets food. Uh, what am I saying? Pet shops. Pet shops. Pet shops. Yeah, pet shop, yeah um, maybe. And and vet clinics too. Yes. And, and get them from vet clinics. And if so, if you've got a dog that's got um, uh, you know some skin issues or gut allergies yep. or something like that, maybe have a chat to your vet about whether and or even um, pancreatitis and things like that. Yes. Um, the uh, the Prime One Hundred range you've got. They've got lots of different varieties. Um, so have a chat to your vets about whether or not that might be uh, one of their diets might be appropriate for your pet. Fantastic. So yeah. thanks so much, guys, for supporting the podcast. And um, and furthermore, we've got another Patreon as well, oh, mate. Oh, come Jeez, on. We're filling the podcast Gee, with supporters, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, absolutely. We're rolling in all that, that, that sweet, sweet podcast cash. So we've got Hairy Fairies Pet Care, which do sitting and dog walking in the MacArthur area in New South Wales. Oh, hey. They come on as $20. Thank you very much, yeah, Hairy, so, so it's Hairy, Hairy Fairies. Fairies Pet Care, mate. Thank you very much. So, Check them out. So we'll be sending out a, a T-shirt to you and a sticker at some stage in the future. Yeah. And um, uh, and check them out, hairyfairies.com.au. Thank you we, very much. We, we've got a. Uh, we'll put a link down in the uh, in the show notes too. So oh. go and uh, go and check out their website. And oh tell no, them no, no, mate, that's a twenty five dollar <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> no, well, well, we'll do as an introductory offer. That's right. But but thank you very much. And, and if yes. anyone else out there wants to uh, you know help help support us, you know if they like what we're doing, uh, just head over to Patreon and uh, join up to one of the yeah. uh, you know, one of the one of the levels there. You know, kick us some kick us some money, and it'll be uh, great. Show us your support. It'd be great. Send us some love, some some pats on the head. Yeah, let we us love know that. who's a good boy. See if you can make Lewis purr. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's not hard to do at all. <laughs> Alrighty, now this week in yes. the news, mate, have you heard about? There's been a leopard seal doing the rounds of, of Port Phillip Bay. No, here. no, no. no you haven't crossed ha- that. Hasn't been down your way. You no. jog along the beach a lot. You haven't seen a leopard seal. <laughs> have, I've, I've been looking, yeah, but yeah. It, and it's been glassy flat right. out on the bay. At uh, well, I've been running, you know, five o'clock in the mornings this, during five this o'clock. week. How far are you getting to now, mate? Uh, so uh, tomorrow I hit twenty eight k's. Um, sorry, I did, I did, I did twelve k's this morning before getting here, and twenty eight k's tomorrow. So, so next next week then thirty two and. 32, 36, and then it's tapered down. So oh, I've got five, five weeks to go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, right, a big countdown. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about it? All good? All good so far. Yeah, I got I got my name tagged um, uh, yesterday in the mail. So nice. it's, it's it's real. Spelled now. correctly, mate? Spelled correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, no S there. They, yeah. they got it all. Got it all sort of. Because the human element's out of it, Lewis. You know, they just, they right. just cut and paste it straight yeah, over. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Not, not, not like the, uh, the, the the Kirkmans of the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the media world. Yeah. <laughs> so so leopard seal. This is an article in, was in The Age. Yeah, It's right. uh, leopard seal's. Leopard Seal's Victorian Coast Tour continues. Right. So this there was a seal, it was a couple of weeks ago, it was seen at Brighton Beach a few years ago. Right. The hefty leopard seal sighted on Brighton Beach last week has resurfaced to rest on the rocks, this time on the Mornington Peninsula. Oh, wow. Then it goes a bit weird. The rogue mammal. Wow, now, they've what's gone a, all negative. Yeah, what's a rogue man? What What are you thinking now? I'm thinking now. Evil, yeah. evil, something, yeah. something that's doing some doing yeah. some evil. Yeah, hurting do people, well. attacking. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, being a menace to a society. Menace. Yes, it's just lying on the beach, mate. I was just 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 rolling around. Rogue is, mammal. It, is it not wearing any clothes though? Ooh, nah, it's covered in fur. Oh, there you it's go. That's good, fine. Yeah, yeah. All just the, all on the, the bits needs it. <laughs> Leopard skin's fur, mate. It's all it's all raring to go. <laughs> the rogue man was discovered in Mandalize about two thirty PM by a surprise onlooker. Right. And notified the fisheries department. Zoos Victoria AGL Marine Response Unit member. 
Well, how's that for a title, eh? Gee whiz, that's a big business that, card. That's a big marathon name badge if ever there was, that one. Yeah, I think I've seen that job on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jobs that you might be interested yes, in. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Remember, Liz Lidicote said the leopard seal, which hails from the freezing Antarctic waters, was, and I quote, having a good look around. There you go. Yeah. Now, Liz is big on the scientific assessment there. Yes. I think she's done the full physical examination, obviously. Yes. And, and observed it just turning yeah, its head around yeah, and looking at yeah. stuff. Opened one eye, yeah. <laughs> looked around, shut it again. And went back to, to sleep. sleep. <laughs> I was able to confirm by his marking, she said, this is the same animal seen at Brighton Beach last week and ocean grown before that. He still looks to be in good health. Now, I don't think she got that close to him. I, I right, think that, yeah. that you get pretty vicious, the leopard seals. Yeah, on right. Leopard seals normally found in Antarctica, rarely spotted in Australia, but experts say sightings of the dangerous predator are becoming more common, particularly in Tasmania. Right. So now they've gone dangerous again. That's again, that's well, a, they're talking negative now. Yeah, 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 definitely. The unit said it was important the seal was allowed to rest. They had no plans to force it home. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Peter Dutton style. You yeah, know, that's yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. You're, you're, you're an illegal. Uh, ba- Barnaby Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send Johnny Depp's dogs back. Yes. And I'm going to send this leopard seal back to Antarctica. That's right. We're going to put it in a big box. We're going to send it down there. We're going to ship it back offshore because that's what we do. Or is he going to just come down and talk to it and go, now, you know you haven't done your quarantine assessment. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to declare? Anything to declare. Yeah. I, I just go, yeah, I, I'm going to I'm declare I'm going to open my eyes. I'm going to have a look around. I'm going to go back to sleep again because I do not care about you. Oh, my goodness. So I wonder what, does, does it say there what um, sort of, so if it's a, a predator and if it's a rogue mammal. Yeah. You know, um, what's, I wonder what sort of stuff it's eating. Like if it's, uh, you know, oh, is it been, it's been probably, munching on penguins? Yeah, or? it'd be the fairy penguins. The fairy penguins. There's a decline in the population, unfortunately. There you go. You're, you're, so if anyone heading down to Phillip Island will see the march of the fairy penguins each night. If there's uh, if there's none there, but yeah. it's just a very big, rotund-looking <laughs> leopard seal yeah. there, it's because the leopard seal's worked out that uh, that's where the penguins come I from. I reckon they need to take an extra. They might see he's full of the little penguins. <laughs> oh, no. Just all these little skeletons. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of that, uh, when, you, when you're done, I've got a yeah, funny, no, funny okay, story. Yeah. So, so um, it reminds me of a story of um, back when I first graduated. So when I was working out in Warrigal, there was a um uh this guy um rang me up so we did after hours so he rang up saying um i think i think my dog's got bloat so you know yep. gdv common condition where where a dog's stomach will twist over yep. so what sort of dog is oh, the ridgeback oh, okay oh, yeah you know yeah, it could okay. be yeah um uh, he's gone but it's only six months old and i gone oh wow that's a bit weird so yeah, so, right. so we come down to the um uh, come down to the clinic straight away and check it out and and absolutely this six month old dog has got this big distended abdomen and it's sitting there just going and so all right well look, we need to take an x-ray to try and diagnose what's going on so take an x-ray and and develop this is we only had the dunkers as oh, well yeah, the old dunker oh, x-rays yeah. so, so any of you vet students listening this is us old timers talking yeah. where you had to develop x-rays in the old dunking tank old-fashioned way yes put, you know, put it in the developer for a minute and then you wash it and then yeah. you got to fix it yeah for a minute then you can look at it oh yeah i've got an image there <laughs> and so when i developed it and had a look at it inside of this dog's abdomen were three chicken 
carcasses. No way. Right? So oh. I didn't take a good enough clinical history, <laughs> right? And the guy's gone, oh, yeah, we live on a chicken farm and we were going around and taking all, all the dead chickens out of the out of oh. the pens and didn't realise that the dog had been had been eating out of the uh, the dead chicken bucket. Oh, right? wow. So, so, so he's got all these um, all these chicken carcasses there. And oh. I said, well, look, I, these are, this is going to be, you know, the dog's in pain. We need to do something about it. And yeah. they said, well, look, we can't afford surgery. I said, well, I guess it's gone down. We could try and see if we could make the dog vomit and yeah. see where... So, Gave it some apomorphine, the, the medication to try and make the make him vomit, yep. and the dog just gone out onto the grass and just gone, blurp, oh. one carcass, blurp, wow. another carcass, blurp, Were third they, one, and then walked off absolutely happy as a Larry. Were they all wrapped up in the in the plastic, the Steggles plastic, <laughs> mate? Just <laughs> boop, out of game. <laughs> yeah, to pop them back in the freezer and ready, 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 ready. Oh. Yeah, these these were these, these were. Full, full body, digested. Full, full body. They were, they were obviously small enough that the dog could swallow them whole. Like right. they, they, he, he swallowed them whole. Wow. There was no chewing. They were swallowed whole. It well, was insane. Wow. I have to remember for my next uh, clinical examination just to ask: Have you? Do you live on a chicken farm? Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> Next time you've got a distended abdomen yeah, and a young yeah. puppy. Excellent. So, speaking of funky things, have a look at this. So, I had a, a, had a cat come in yesterday. Um, so, um, you know, as always, works well on a um, on a podcast, which is a, you know, always known for its visual medium. Um, so, I had this kitty cat come in yesterday with a swollen eyelid. You know, diagnosis in the waiting room: swollen eyelid. It's going to be a cat bite abscess. Yeah, you know, yeah, that'll sure. be fine, right? So, it comes in. It didn't look like a cat bite abscess. It just looked like a um, almost like an insect bite an insect like right. swelling yeah. and I saw this funny little little brown thing that was um, like browny grey thing and I thought I'll try and take that but it was really well attached pulled it off with some hemostats had a look at it under the microscope had a look at that oh, bad boy what jeez Robbie's just shown me a picture straight under the microscope and it looks like is that a mite or a lice I reckon it's a tick. Or a tick. I reckon it's a tick. Maybe it is a tick, It's a yeah. little baby tick. Yeah, it is too. So, because it's got the big um, mouth parts of a tick. Yeah. You know, um, and, yeah. and so it's not, and it's... Well, there's you know, no ruler next to it, mate, so I couldn't see the size no, no, of it no, yet. So, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's about the size of um, probably half the size of the end of your pen. I've still got it the slide at work, so I'll take a picture of it next to a um, yeah. next to the end of a pen to yeah. show you. It is, yeah. it is tiny... Tiny, tiny, tiny. Wow. Yeah, Stuck under its eyelid, was it? Or on top of its eyelid? It was on top of the eyelid. Wow. And so, and so I had to pull it off. Yeah, right. And, and I looked at it going, oh, this is probably just going to be a bit of skin or a bit of yeah, tissue or of something. Course. I thought, I have a quick look at it. And I go, holy crap, this thing's got legs. Wow. It's got legs. Wow. So, so now I, I reckon, you know, I got, so then got out the pathology, t- uh, the, the parasitology textbook yes, and had a look. Yes. And I think it's an am of the, 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 uh, Species Amblyboma. Oh um, yeah, that old nugget. That yeah, old one. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's uh, and because the, then we're ringing around trying to work out well, what in the hell are we going to be able to use for for cats to try and treat ticks? Yeah. So, so, tw- nearly twenty years I've been a vet. I've never seen a tick on a cat before. Oh, yeah, um, it's pretty uncommon. Frontline, so, frontline spray. Fr- uh, well, yeah, yeah, frontline spray is a pain in the bum. So we just yeah, use it frontline plus. But now there's um, a brevectos coming out for, for cats. Oh, but oh, are they sponsors? Not yet. Yeah, no, not yeah, not yet. Not yet. I, you never no, know. We'll hit them up after this one. Yeah, <laughs> after, after after a tick on a cat. Yeah. <laughs> If there's a spate of ticks going through cats in in Mount Waverley, um, so we we reckon that it's a um uh, uh what they call like the the ornate um, marsupial tick, right. right? That um that ornate is ornate marsupial tick. 
So whether or not right. it's fallen off from a possum well or something decorated, like that. well decorated, is it? Well, very, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It take, takes great pride in preening itself. Right. Has it got some festive it, lights on it or something? Yeah, festoon lights, festoon actually. Festoon lights, Fe- yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticks with festoon yeah, lights. Do they blink a certain sequence? Uh, they do. That You can alternate. The, the, yeah, oh, the, lovely. Yeah, yeah, you really just click. Sweet. You get the one where it's um, you know, just on all the time. <laughs> yeah. One where it goes little, 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 <laughs> big, big, big. You know? There's one where it's like just the real seizure-inducing ones. It's very, very cold. Well, it is all night. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wonderful. So, um, so there you go. You know, right. Awesome. Tick, tick on a cat. Amazing. That's Madness. impressive, mate. I don't think I've ever seen that. No. Fantastic. Although, you know, I reckon I've seen ticks with uh, cats with tick paralysis. Have obviously. You? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. reckon I, I saw one in Temple Stove, all places. Wow. Yeah, right. No, I don't think they travelled far. This was a while ago. Yeah, right. And uh, ended up going to the emergency centre and uh, and uh, getting some anti serum stuff, and it yeah, went okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, what well, we should do, because I mean, uh, we don't really get much in the way of paralysis ticks around here in no. Melbourne, apart from people that do go travelling. Yes, we should put the call out and see if we can hit someone up that works in like an emergency centre in um in Queensland or something like that, where they get bucket loads of ticks. That's a good idea. And just idea. get on, we we'll just do a bit of a bit of a tick wrap up yeah. before we're getting into tick season. That's a good idea. I'll so, if there's anyone up, in, up that way, Queensland way, about ticks and stuff. Uh, hit us up on the socials and, and we'll get you on and have a chat. Absolutely, yeah, it'd be great. Good idea. Now, it is, as it is coming into spring, yes. I just wanted to have just a really quick chat about baby birds falling out of nests. Oh, yes, okay. Really common this time of year. Obviously, spring, we're in Australia, and if you're anywhere else in the world, it's probably not spring. So, perhaps just uh, make a cup of tea for a moment. <laughs> It'll be spring for you again yeah, soon. That's yeah. right. You know, well prepared. You'll be prepared for spring. That's in, right. In Twelve months time. Yeah. Six months time. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll I'm put confused. a link up for this one again in six months yeah. when you, when you, when the hemispheres flip around again. Yeah, I'll put a reminder on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so look, a lot of we get at this time of year. I don't know about you, mate, but we get people bringing in a lot of baby birds. Yeah, for you know, sure. Little, little fledglings. Yep. That have fallen out of the nest, and and I mean the public's good meaning. You know, yeah. They, they mean well. They're worried about the baby bird. But often the most important thing to know is the baby bird might have fallen out of the nest. Yep. And if it's a fledging and it's hopping around okay, seems pretty healthy. Often mum or maybe dad, yep. they're around nearby watching. Right, okay. You know, yeah. They're there, they're feeding them on the ground. They're, you know, And so often us taking that bird and bringing it into the vet clinic, yep, great idea. Yes. But sometimes it's just better to leave them. Yeah, yeah. As long as there's no obvious uh, plan for a predator. Yeah, around yep. like you know, we're not in a dog park or yes, yeah, you know, yeah. There's some cats hanging around, and we're it's not well in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not in the middle. Not in the middle of the freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not right next door to KFC because you know, you know, yeah, or, or, or a ridgeback that's in a chicken farm. It's <laughs> swallow a chicken and it'll take a fledgling and it's snorted up its nose. <laughs> So, so if you do see one, I mean, just have a look around. Are there yeah. is there a chance that this this bird is you know well protected? Yeah. You no, know, is it in your garden? You know where where it's pretty safe. You know, leave it alone. Keep yeah. it on. Come and check on it every you know every few hours. You know. Yep. And you probably find that the fact that we're there is probably scared mum and dad away. Yes. Yeah. And if you back off and just watch from a distance, you're likely to see that it'll call and mum and dad will come down and be looking after it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, but but certainly, obviously, if it's injured. Or you know, there's there's a chance of predator stuff. Yeah, bring it into the clinic, and certainly we can we can hand it on to wildlife carers or assess it. Yeah, and, yep. and fix it. Um, and and but just yeah, just just keep it keep be mindful. And I guess um, what things do you reckon you'd be looking for for signs of if it was 
you know, what 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 would the flags be for someone to think? Okay, right, well, I need to bring this, uh, oh, bring the fledgling in. Probably if it was stuck in a ridgeback stomach. I yes, that'd be one time to come in. Yeah, if, 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 if we found it on an X-ray. Yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. There'd be that. Is that helpful? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess and just, you know, if, they're, if they're bouncing around and happy, happy and yeah. seeming good, yeah. then they're Cheaping great. away, exactly. Having and to try to jump around and all oh, okay. Yeah. I suppose if you, if you can see one one wings holding down or seems yeah. to be obviously sore or we're hopping on one leg or... Seems really weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Weak and just sitting in the one spot, not yeah. trying to get away from me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah certainly good one. There's um, yeah, there's that old thing that, um, you know, any, any wild creature that you're able to grab easily is probably not all that well. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. But fledglings, yeah, they're, they're often easy to grab because they can't fly. Yes, there's, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I know what you're saying. I know yeah. where you come from, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. What do you got? You got to- um, so, so then another uh, interesting one that we've had um, this week. We had a dog um, come in that was um, had a uh, had a, an abdominal mass. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking about abdominal masses yeah. last, last week. Last week, yep, yep. Um, yeah, with the uh, the dog that had the splenic On the mass. Spleen, yeah. And so this week we had another dog with a splenic mass. Wow. 3.2 kilograms worth Whoa. of mass. Wow. So this wee. is a big dog. So the dog, it was a... Uh, um, How many so frozen chickens that? God, gee whiz. Two? All, what's Big a frozen two? chicken go for? Them? It's a sick, yeah. you know, 800 grams. What's yeah, that for? What, a size eight steagle. Four of those, you reckon? Four. It was, it was, mate, Four this, frozen chickens. This thing was enormous. Wow, that is huge. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, uh, you know, dog presented just being a little bit, you know, just a little bit off. You know, something right. wasn't quite right. Came in, had a feel like, oh my goodness, there's a basketball hiding in here. You know, on X-ray and ultrasound, you could just see this enormous mass. Wow! Um, and the owners elected to go in there and uh, see what we could do, and so yeah, went in there and super took, vets on it again. Oh my goodness, it was the um, yeah, the, it was the biggest splenic mass I've seen in a long, wow. long, long time. It was so, huge. So tell me, Matt, were you in there on surgery on your own, or you get a nurse to scrub in? Oh, actually, there was, there was Karen. Karen was in Karen's. Back from uh, from holiday, so she was in there doing that one. I was just observing it from a oh, from afar. Right. So yeah, wow. I, I did the ultrasound and stuff before right before she got in, yep. and then said, "Oh, there you go. There's a that's impressive. Dog, dog's got a splenic mass. If you want to, yeah, yeah. Well she, done, she was Karen. on surgery, so you're going to get in there and do it. In you go. Well but done. But it, it took some huffing and puffing to get it out. Oh, I can it imagine. A, it's a big, big, big lump. You would not have done legs day that day. I reckon you'd be sore and you wouldn't be able to hold it up. Oh, and you'd be oh. trying to wrestle it out. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. So that was a, uh, you know, a, a basically a a a very dense cat-sized splenic mass. Cat-sized splenic mass. They're very. I dense. thought we we're talking chickens, mate. You're going to cats. All right, all right. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, fledglings. How many fledglings? Some some people may like cats, and they don't like, and they might be vegan. Oh, so, right. So, so allergic to, to chicken. It, allergic to chicken. Yes. They should they get, go the the tapioca the, and the crocodile. Crocodile and tapioca. Yeah. Or maybe they, maybe they could even try the turkey one just yes. in case. You know, yeah. Turkey chickens, but you know, yeah. there's enough difference there. Yeah. Or the salmon and couscous. Was that the salmon other one? and couscous? Yeah. Was that no? No, it wasn't yeah. couscous. I think it was. Badgecock. Oh, I forget <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, mate. Let's hit up the disclaimer. Yeah, all righty. So all advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything. What have you got for us, Lewis? All righty, fantastic. Now, continue on with our theme of we've been doing some conference chats at the ASAV conference. Yeah, our series. A, yeah, it's, it's over a month ago now. We had a chat to, surprisingly, Georgia Smith from... Prime 100. Yeah, who would have guessed? Yeah. <laughs> and she, she, 
She was fantastic. She was really good sport with her interview. Um, I, she was quite nervous. Yes. Yeah, she, yes. Was, she was there when we were initially um, there to interview uh, Anthea um, from Vet Quinol yes. about Zilkeen. Fr- Zilkeen, yes. Um, and, uh, and she took off like her tail was on fire. Yeah. Did poor Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we hunted her down. I mean, yeah, the unfortunate thing for her, she was on the stand by herself. So she had nowhere to run. Yes. And, and we were there stalking. We were waiting until yes. she was there by herself, yes. too. Yes. We were, we were. But she was, she was good enough to, to, to show Robbie what the, uh, the Kiki challenge was, which was really nice of her. What was the Kiki Challenge the Kiki, you, didn't, you remember doing it? It's the dance to Drake's song, uh, I Am Feeling or something like that. No. Oh, come on, mate. You've got to search it up, you, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah, and you've got to remember, on. I was loaded up on, uh, on, yes. on, on all sorts of meds at yes, that stage. I was on a... I, I was I was uh, under duress, but loaded on paracetamol and codeine and we'll all. Just clarify stuff. that when we say meds, Robbie had a had a severe case of it's man flu. A it horrific case of man flu. It wasn't anything else. We're yeah. not saying it was, <laughs> it was on some kind of uh, some kind of uh, so, a substance that he was going to the cubicle, or the toilet for. No, 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 it wasn't anything recreational. No. It was pure, purely and utterly functional. Was, you were very unwell that day. <laughs> anyway, mate. So look, Georgia Smith, she was fantastic. I was being a bit of an idiot. I was peppering her with all the latest fads in in diet attitude the turmeric, the coconut oil, but she took it in stride and let, let's have a listen to what she had to say. Yeah, roll the tape. It's happy hour now at the ASAV 2018 Melbourne Conference and we're here at the uh, Prime 100 stand. We're here with Georgia Smith. Georgia, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Robbie. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you very much. Now, Georgia, tell us about your Prime 100 foods. What's, uh, what are they? What got you into it? Why, is, uh, why are you guys carving out such a big niche yep. in, the, uh, in the pet food market? What makes your food so special? Okay, so we do single protein diets. What does um, single protein diet mean? So just one animal protein in each of our diets. So really good for dogs with um, with food allergies. Yeah. Um, so for example, if you are feeding a salmon diet, you're not going to find any chicken in there. So a dog who has a chicken allergy is going to be able to maintain on a salmon diet really well. Um, so crocodile and tapioca is the diet that most of the vets are really getting excited about using for food elimination trials um, so the idea behind that diet is that they're on it for eight weeks and then slowly introducing one protein at a time till we find the allergy fantastic um, hang on, i think we've got some people here that want to come and get a uh, get their, their book stamp do you guys want to get your book stamp while we're um while we're talking can't <laughs> we we're just recording a podcast that's right you guys get your book stamped come yeah all good <laughs> come on in fantastic it's a happy family no worries, you're welcome. Good on you. Cheers, thanks, mate. Thank yeah. you. Good, good, good luck with your competition. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, so, so, um, so crocodile tapioca, that's, yes. your, that's your big mover at the moment. That's, that's one that mover. we use a, a lot of it um, at our clinic. I really, really like it for, as you say, the, that elimination diet for skin issues as well as gastrointestinal things. What other... Uh, what other uh, protein options do you have in your range? Yep, so there's a, um, a salmon and tapioca, there's a turkey and flaxseed, kangaroo and pumpkin, kangaroo and potato, chicken and brown rice, and a lamb and rosemary. Fantastic. Anything with, anything with couscous in it at all? Nothing with no? couscous no? yet, but don't um, don't discount it. It's never say never. You're working on that? Maybe. Yeah? yeah. No, it's, it's not in the works. It's not in the pipeline. Spagecock and couscous, quite nice. I think that sounds, yeah, yeah. delicious. That humanisation of food, you know. 
Oh, fantastic. No, your food, so you recommend uh, eight weeks on the eight food? Weeks, yes, eight weeks for a food trial. Um, the other really good thing about the crocodile is that it's only 6% fat, so it's indicated for your pancreatitis patients as well. Right, so, so, so it's a skinny crocodile in there, it's you reckon? It's a skinny crocodile. Yeah, yeah good. They, oh, that's they good. don't overfeed them up yeah. north, so that's good to know. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> and how, do the foods, how does your food come? It comes in uh, two well, we kilo say, rolls. We say as we're looking at, uh, I know, at the we're fridge full it, of it. Yeah, but yeah, no one so. else can see it. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Visual <laughs> medium versus podcast. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it comes in two kilo rolls. Yep. Um, there are 800 gram varieties for a few of the diets, not all of them. Yeah, so okay. So smaller dogs. A little yeah. taste, a little, a little sousant of Prime 100. Correct. Yeah, yeah. little nice gourmet one. slice. So. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. Good stuff, good <laughs> stuff. Um, and how do you guys go as far as palatability-wise? Because, you know, there's some, that's some funky stuff. You know, yep. crocodile and salmon and that sort of thing. Um, uh, how do you guys go with palatability and sort of um, guarantee of palatability? Yep, so we have a 100% palatability guarantee on all our products, um, which you probably won't need because it's so delicious. Um, have you I tried have, it yourself? I have actually not tried it. I have one of my nurse friends has tried the lamb. I made her try that. Right. She yeah. loved it, said yeah. it was very flavoursome. Bit of mint sauce. Yeah, yeah, lovely. She lo- yeah a little bit of mint sauce yeah. on the barbie. Yeah, um, delicious. I've personally tried the treats and they were quite delicious. Right. Oh, tell us about the treats. So we have single protein treats as well. We've got a chicken, a oh, fantastic! turkey so, and beef. Yeah, because I get a lot of clients that are like, oh, you know, we, um, we we're on the, the, the special hypoallergenic, the, the, the prime food, um, but we want to feed some treats. And we always say, oh, you just have to give some of the food. But yep. now you've got the, the treats. How long have you had those? They've been going for a couple of years now. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm right at the so cutting you, edge. You're really, you're really up there. Yeah, yeah. You're going yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I guess the other thing that probably comes to mind a little bit is a lot of our listeners are obviously concerned with sustainable farming yes. and, uh, and concerned perhaps of where some of these products might be sourced from, you know, Crocodile is, uh, you know, it's not a national, it's not Skippy, it's not, not an emu, but, yep. um, you know, certainly um, what sort of farming practices you guys involved with or, yep. or can you tell us a bit about that? Yep, so all our, all our meat is sourced from human grade facilities. Right. The crocs are farmed up north. Yep. Um, interesting fact, the farms are actually owned by Louis Vuitton. So they right. take the skin, we go in and take everything else, which is right. quite nice. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. there you go. Do you have a certain number where you buy a certain number of crocodile tapioca rolls and you get a Louis Vuitton handbag? As there a should be. I haven't got one myself. I was, say, I was looking around to see if I can see a Louis yeah, Vuitton no. handbag around Georgia. That's not part of the deal here. No, I'm no. a vet nurse by trade. So definitely don't have anything fancy like that. Definitely so can't afford that. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, um... So, have you got any other products that are coming out soon or yes, anything? Yes, we've got a dry food coming out in ah. the next couple of weeks. Um, so, there's going to be four varieties of that one. So, all single animal protein as well. A chicken adult, chicken puppy, a kangaroo and salmon. Wow. So, really good for those ones who are able to tolerate those proteins and have those owners who still want to feed a dry food as well. And hang on, what's that added? Turmeric? So, turmeric in ah. all the diets. The kangaroo's also got green lip muscle in there for ah. support, joint support. They all contain sodium hexametaphosphate for dental health. What? Or oral hygiene. Have you ever heard that word? What's that? What's Did that I one? just outsmart a vet? Yeah. I think yeah. I might have. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not hard. hard. Not, not hard. hard. Not hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really, really glad that I was able to get around that word. Let's get Robbie to pronounce that one. He's good at pronunciation. A pass. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's good for the teeth? So, yeah. Tartar prevention. Yep. Right. Anything with coconut oil? No. No coconut oil. Oh, okay. No, next, next one. Next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just keep giving you disappointment. No couscous, no spatchcock, <laughs> no coconut oil. Well, one thing I can say, because I go, because I've got a, a whip at Rosie and we got um, uh, one of the, the lamb and rosemary ones. Yes. And it is definitely rosemary in there. You cut yeah. into it and it is it is rosemary. Sunday it's roast like material. Sunday roast material. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually nicknamed that one the fussy dog diet. So right. white fluffies, all those patients that aren't eating anything post-op. Yeah. That's your go-to diet. Right. The old dogs who are 
going downhill quickly and not wanting to eat anything, that's the one I'd go That's the one to get them on to. Yeah. Fantastic. Good stuff. Uh, rightio. I think that's about, uh, about it, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think we've got it. Any, any with lavender at all? No, no. no, nothing with lavender, but I hear Royal Cannon have some hand cream over there that's lavender. That might be up oh. your alley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed me. Got done. Oh, yeah. Done. That's twice. Two in a row. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Alrighty. Fantastic. All right. Thanks so much, Georgia, for talking to us today. No worries. And, you uh, can uh, pay me later. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit scary. But. Oh, no, you did, you did, no, you did really well. You did really well. You nailed me twice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll edit all that out. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much, Georgia, and we'll, we'll see you later. Thank you. Thanks, Georgia. All right, oh there we go. That's Georgia Smith from Prime One Hundred, our uh, you know, sponsors again for, for the uh, for this episode of the podcast as well. So uh, yeah, it's good good stuff. The Prime One Hundred, they've uh, yeah they had a nice setup there with all the uh, you know all the the dog rolls and everything, all the different flavors, and their uh, their lamb and rosemary Sunday roast yes. you know one very you know? tasty apparently. Very tasty. Yeah. We didn't get a taste at the show, did we? We should have asked. No, no, we didn't. No, no. I have, I have given Rosie the lamb and rosemary one in the past, though, yeah. and um, and it, you can lit, like you can see the rosemary yeah, that's in yeah, it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. definitely. Oh, fantastic. No, she, she was really great. Now, today I want to have a little bit of a chat about mouthing in puppies. Oh, and another really common thing that we get asked in practice. Yeah, do, so, mate. Yeah. yeah, I thought thought you might say this. I had a really frustrating consult during the week. Yeah. And I haven't actually got permission from the owners to talk about them, so it'll be no names. No names. But um, but oh, geez, it was frustrating. So it was a border collie. Yep. That came in. I think it was oh, might have been eight, nine weeks old. Very, very young. Yes. Well, not very young, but young. Yeah. And uh, and it was meant to be a fifteen-minute consult. I think it was a vaccination or a checkup right. or something. And it turned into a forty-five-minute chat. Yeah. Okay. Because the owners were concerned that the 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 dog was mouthing excessively. Right. And, you know, and we'll, I'll talk about it in a minute, but, you know, I spent, you know, 30 minutes talking, or for 45 minutes, I suppose, talking to the owner, you know, about how to treat it. And, you know, they were really quite concerned. Border collies are known for sort of, you know, nipping and rounding up, you know, yes. you know sheep and cows and that sort of thing. So they worried yep. that it was perhaps a precursor for that. And so we sort of talked about that. And I mean, that, that's all fine. Happy to talk about that. And, and uh, you know, 45 minutes, he said, oh, could you write some notes for me? Right. Right, yeah, okay. I haven't got a handout. All right, yep, I'll write some notes. So I spent 10 minutes writing some notes for him. Yeah. You know, very, very appreciative. And, you know, so we're up to an hour and a 15-minute consult. Waiting room's full of people. Yep. Yep, oh, get me talking behaviour. I'm happy to chat. No yes. worries, yep. Writing up the, you know, just uh, finishing off, you know, just printing out vaccination certificate. Phone rings. His phone, owner's phone rings. The wife's on the phone. You hear her going, blah, 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 blah. yep, okay, yep, yeah, sure. Okay, well, I'll just put the vet on and he can tell you exactly what we've talked about. I've been there an hour. I'm like, what? I, I, I didn't know what to say. I was like, yeah. you know, oh, I've just talked to you for 45 minutes. Yes, I've written yeah. your notes for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really haven't got time to talk to someone else exactly what we talked yeah, about. So yeah. I was just really, really frustrated me. And and so I actually said to Anna, look, unfortunately, I've got a waiting room full of people. Yes. If she wants to ring me later, that's fine. But I really can't do this this again. So, yeah. so I guess that's why I just wanted to, it just was stuck in my head all week that, you know, how common mouthing in puppies absolutely puppies is. yeah yeah and i mean it's really a normal behavior for puppy to 
to explore their environment yes. with their mouth. You know, they haven't got hands. It's exactly what yeah. I say to clients. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 you know, you picture how dogs are going to interact with the world. You know, what what are their senses? You know, they um they they got they got sense of smell, sense of sight, sense of touch, sense of taste, sense of you know, humour, sense of humour. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes they're very dour. Yeah. Very dour. Oh, sultry. 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 Yes. Let's get back to sultry. <laughs> Bring it back down. But um, I would say, you know, the, the, they don't have hands to be able to... Go, you, know, you, you look at what babies do. Babies grab things and a, they hold on to it. Opposable thumbs. They don't have the opposable thumbs. Yes. No. When was the last time you saw a dog, you know, texting because, you know, on their opposable thumb? Um, no, never. Never. Yeah, it's no. because they don't have opposable thumbs. Wow. Yeah. But they... But so they, they interact with the, with the world with their mouths. Yes. Which is fine if you're a dog, but not great in the 21st century with our domesticated <laughs> pets. If you need to text or Snapchat or what was that other one? What, well, that's Snapchat. Wheat's app. Snapchat. You snap, Snapchat. Snap, Snapchat with your teeth. There you go. <laughs> or the one you were talking about, Weezap. Yeah, yeah. Was no, it? WhatsApp. Oh, WhatsApp. 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 Right, yeah. yeah. Wow. WhatsApp. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, it's, it's, you know, yeah, it's, in, it's really common... I guess the good thing is most dogs do grow out of it yeah, eventually right. is, is, is perhaps the good thing to, to know. But the thing we need we need to try and avoid it is avoid it becoming a source of attention yes. for the dog, that they get attention for it, or you know, it becomes an attention-seeking behaviour. Yep. So look, the first thing I say to owners, and there's lots of ideas out there. If you search on the internet, you'll find lots of different opinions. But this is what I say yep. to owners. I say that if you're playing or interacting with the dog, and you feel teeth on your hands, yep. then you need to stop the interaction, turn away from the dog, stand up, no eye contact, yep. and only for a few seconds. Yep. You don't need to do it for hours. You don't yep. need to turn away and ignore them for a long time. A few seconds, and then come back and, and commence the interaction again. Yeah, yeah. And if you feel teeth on your hands again, same sort of process. So yep. it may mean in a normal interaction that, you know, perhaps for a couple of minutes, that you're standing up and turning away every few seconds. Yeah. But all you're trying to teach the dog is that when you put teeth on my hands, um, all fun stops. Playtime's over. Playtime's yep. over. And, and, and uh, it's not for long. It's just long enough for the dog to go, oh, what happened? Yes. What happened? Yep. What, what did I do? Oh, okay. I'm starting to understand. Yeah. I guess the next thing is, you know, distract them onto something they're allowed to play with. Yep. So, you know, it might be a big fluffy toy. Yeah. It might be a big rope toy that they can chew on. Yes. You know, if they're doing it incessantly, you know, distract them onto something. Give them a Kong with some peanut butter in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or some, some Vegemite for our Australian listeners. Yes. There you go. Overseas, Marmite, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Par will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a Bovril. Bo- what? Bovril. Bovril. Bovril's, that? Bovril's is that like another a, one of those uh, apps on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a, um, I think it's like a, it's an English thing. It's like this horrible brown meat, right. you know, extract stuff. Yeah, well, put some Bovril on your car. Right. I don't know. In, in, if we've got any English listeners, yeah, maybe tell us if you, if you use Bovril. I wonder if they use it in Madagascar. We haven't heard from them maybe, for a while. Maybe, yeah. yeah. What, what do you use in Madagascar? Yeah, what's the... What's the Lima, Lima juice? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then also maybe you can predict when the dog gets does the most mouthing. Yeah, okay. So yep. Maybe you first get up in the morning, or you come home from work, and they're just so excited, they're yes. mouthing, mouth. And at that time, you might distract them. You know, yeah, you go yeah. And give them, you know, that Kong that you've pre-prepared. Yes, or yep. something like that, just until they settle down. Yeah, and they, they've got time to interact. What's really, really common is, is, and probably you find as well, is most owners come in and they've been trying the punishment route. Yes, yep. You know, they've been saying no. Yes. Off, leave it. Yep. Whatever it is. Um, and, and 
really the thing I you know, that I worries me with, with punishment is is often it has the potential for the dog to be aggressive back to you, right? Because you're if, escalating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, for the but for the punishment to work, we've said this before. It needs within two seconds of the behaviour occurring. Yeah. Which okay, that's that's easy to do. Yeah. But it needs to be escalated enough that it stops the behaviour from occurring. Right. Or it's not truly punishment. Yeah, okay. So if you're saying no and the dog's just coming straight back at you, yes. the normal thing that we would do is either yell no no louder, yep. which is escalating it. Okay, that might work initially. But then the dog goes, oh, well, no, I'm okay with that. That's So then we might escalate to maybe tapping on the nose. Yes. Or, you know, some people talk about pushing their hand into the dog's mouth until they let go. Wow. Yeah, and there's lots of stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, the the worry is that that doing that one either the no or the leave it becomes like their name. Yes. You no, know, they just right. go. Oh, that's just a word. That means nothing to me. It's just it's just something that gets said while I'm playing. Yeah, exactly. It's part of the game. Yeah, it's like it's, it's almost an encouragement. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and then if you're using sort of a punishment tapping on the nose, that sort of thing, the potential for the dog to say, "Hang on, that hurt." I'm going to actually come back and bite you now. Yes, yeah. And now I'm actually fearful of your hand. Yeah. So when you put your hand near me, I'm going to attack it first so that you can't sort of hurt me first. Yeah. So I was mouthing the the, yeah, the teeth are there. I might as well. You yeah. Know, it's, it's a very it's a very short leap for them to go from just the puppy mouthing to no. Now I'm going to bite. Yeah. You. Well, yeah. To being fearful potentially yes. and going yeah. oh, right. I'm going to I'm going to uh, 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 you know have a snap in a fearful fearful aggressive way because yeah. you scared me or, or that hurt. Yes. And yeah. next time you approach and, and that hand comes near me, and maybe I'm like oh i'm actually going to bite for real this time yeah so, yeah and that's sort of where we think how it becomes to an adult dog right that's, that's barking quite firmly yes on the hands either because reward is attention seeking B- biting on the hands you mean yeah biting, yeah, yeah. yeah you know well, well just the mouthing sort of stuff i oh, know yeah. that's right you said you said um you said uh barking oh Bar- barking did, on the hands <laughs> <laughs> well that's the next topic let's get on to barking, barking on yeah. hands <laughs> barking on the hands Perhaps I meant debarking Debark- of your hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Obviously a little bit tired. It's early. It's early. Sorry, mate. I got yeah, you out. Of, yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I should make your podcast this early in the morning. <laughs> that's all right. We're all good. All good. So, please, you picked it up, though. It wouldn't yeah. sound good. <laughs> so, uh, so, that's sort of the main thing I like to say to people is, is you know, work on that, that ignoring, distracting. Yeah, yep. And rewarding the behavior you want. Yes. And ignoring the behavior that you don't want. Yeah. The the you know, the teeth often puppies at a young age will chase your feet around as yes. well if you got bare feet yep. or you know grab onto your clothes and stuff. Grabbing your socks and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and look that's a, that's a little bit harder sometimes. What I generally say to owners is is stop moving. Yes. The first thing is because if it becomes a bit of a tug of war, yeah, you know, then it's uh, could really escalate. It becomes fun for the puppy. They're yep. like, oh, this is a great game. If maybe you yelp and you pull your leg away, oh, that hurt, you know. Yes, often with young kids, it increases the arousal yeah. of them. They go, yeah. oh, hang yeah. on, exactly. Like I wasn't cac- expecting that, but I liked it. Yeah, like the cactus that needs a bit more arousal than yeah. you got, mate. The, no, the succulent <laughs> was that, was that? Need, needs a bit more. Camille, uh, Camille won't understand that. She's she, she, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robbie's just gone into a coughing fit. Sorry, no, yeah, you're, you're, just, good, mate. I'm, I'm, you're killing me here, mate. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, with with the 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 biting of your your feet and stuff, you know, it may mean that initially in the first few months you need to actually be wearing something like jeans, yes, and maybe a pair of boots, so that yep. when the dog goes to nip at that area, everyone can just stop in the house. Yep. Or if there's a time when it happens, the kids are running around in the morning, you distract the dog, you put it in a separate area, yes, allow yep. the kids to do things, just so the dog's just not getting rewarded for that behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess the, the the footnote of it all, 
that, that really, I suppose, frustrated me the most with the Border Collie that I saw is they, they ended up coming to puppy school three days later. Yeah. And they saw uh, nurse, uh, my nurse Kate. Actually, I need to give a shout out to Kate. Yeah. She uh, on Instagram. If you want to follow good nurse stories on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Life of a vet nurse on Instagram. Oh wow, that's your that's your. Oh, yes. Is it? Right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So um so um. You know, hit, hit her up on Instagram, everyone. Uh, she got a little bit upset that I mentioned her last week, but didn't get to give her a plug. So <laughs> there you go. There, you, there we go. So plugs are around yeah. today. <laughs> That's all the show will be in a couple of months. Yeah, I know. Plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to Two Vets Talk Pets. Plugs. <laughs> plugs and sponsors. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, got, got to puppy school three days later and the owners were there with the Border Collie. Yep. And the wife was there who hadn't turned up to the consult. Yes. And... This is three days after I've told them what to do. She's gone, what the vet told me didn't work. Three days later. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? And and, and I've gone back to punishment. Right. I thought, oh, gosh. So it was just so frustrating. You know, yeah. I spent all this time with them. Maybe what I'd missed out saying to them is it can take some time. Yeah, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. it's not going to work overnight. Yes, yeah. You know, often if there's something that's been rewarded in the past, as in the puppy's got some reward of maybe extra play or yelping or, yeah. you know, people saying no or leave it, that's rewarded for attention-seeking, it potentially could take up to sort of six weeks for that to sort of die down and yeah, settle sure. down. Yeah, But I guess the good thing on the Border Collie side is hopefully most dogs do get over it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and if it doesn't get over it, I guess I'll be seeing them again in four months or so. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're booking out a longer consult. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And charging this time. Yeah. The um, I think the uh, one thing that I find with clients, one thing I try and say is if you can look, you start to learn and get to know your puppy of the things that seem to set them off with the with the the, the mouthing, you know, yes. particularly if it is an arousal thing. Yeah. And so one thing I'll say to clients is that you know, so if, say if you know right, well, I'm playing with my dog for um for five minutes, and at five minutes the puppy gets so aroused that that's then when it starts to bite. Yep. I go so play with them for three minutes. And then have a minute break. Yeah. You know, that yeah, arousal good. level goes, you know, so I try and sort of get them to picture in their head that, you know, like, so say, you know, if you've got a, an arousal out of, you know, zero and 10, you know, and the, your dog's nipping thresholds like at seven. Yes. Or as you're playing with them, playing with them, playing with them and getting closer, closer, closer yes. to that arousal threshold. Yes. But if you just let it drop back down again, well, then yep. you can keep playing again before you hit I that like arousal uh, like arousal it. threshold again. Before you hit that thing where it goes, now I'm so worked up that now I'm going to bite. Yeah. You know, that now I'm going to try and yeah. nip. So, yeah, yeah and, it's, and it, it's get to know your dog, isn't yeah. it? And yeah. that's a really good thing. I mean, a lot of people might say, oh, well, you get so aroused, we, we put him in the sin bin, you know. He put him in an area yeah. away from us to give him time out. And we really moved away from that a lot because, like we said, you know, it's great that you, what you're talking about is, is is settling down the play before we get, you know, bring it down a level. Sultry. Sultry. See, we've got, we got a theme we've going. Got a theme. This is Sultry. great. This is going to go all day, mate. <laughs> But, but with the sin bin aspect, now people think, oh, it's you know, you know, I'm I'm denying them social attention. Yeah. But the thing with with punishment needs to be within three seconds of the behaviour occurring. Yep. So every time you feel teeth on your hands, if you've got to chase the puppy and grab it and put it in the sin bin, three, you know, th- two Puppy's or three seconds, forgotten. it's gone. It's all yeah. it's all done. And then they go in there and they they get anxious. They're separated from you. Yep. That's why just turning away. It's like. Sort of like a sin bin scenario, yep. but it's much more you know humane. Yes, you can do it more routinely and quicker. Yep, and means that it's not sort of escalating. So yeah, the same sort of thing. The sin bin. I'm not a big fan of of timeout or a sin bin scenario for certainly for puppy mouthing or not for many things actually. No, but we can talk about that another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
All right. So now, now the topic I wanted to talk about today, mate, yep. is boas. Oh, feather boas. Yeah, yeah. snakes, feather. snakes, snakes. No, 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 no. Absolutely zero snakes. We're bringing it today, mate. Zero snakes. Yeah, I, I, I don't do snakes. You don't do snakes. I don't, I don't do. I've got a, I got a real fear of snakes. Right, so, like serious, serious fear of snakes. The two, I had two episodes when I was a kid. Right, so um, my uh, grandparents lived in Pearsdale, which is sort of out the back of mm. Cranbourne, down in in um, one of the sort of way southern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, and uh, I was probably would have been six or seven and I was walking up the back door um, and stood on the on the mat of their back door and I felt something move and out came a tiger snake oh, wow. I shouted, going, Nan! Wow. and so Nan's come running out and she's yelled out dad and then Pa's come running up with a shovel going get in the bloody house and he's trying to spear throw this shovel to try and get rid of the snake oh. so I ran inside so that you know got the old heart rate up yeah and then fast forward about seven years 13th birthday got my new blue and yellow Melvin star mountain bike and I'm nice. riding along it was a sweet mate, wheel spooky dokey no oh, mate I was 13 <laughs> eh? spooky dokey and you're 13 um, had gears and everything so right. I was a, was a real grown up just bike. watched BMX bandits yeah I know yeah Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm riding along the, the dirt roads out the back of Pearstar, which are now probably, you know, all full High of houses. houses. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm riding along and, um, you know, a nice sunny day, uh, riding along and there's a stick on the road, you know, so yep. right over the stick, stick reared up and then hissed at me and showed me its fangs. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. I was like Cadell Evans with a rocket up my bum. I, I took off up that road like you have no idea. Wow. Lance and so, Armstrong made on a big like, year. Dude, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, on like 10 lots of gear, you know. Yeah, um, right. So, yeah, no, I just don't do snakes. So, wow. You remember, did you guys go to... Um, Go to the uni. Uh, I go to the zoo back in back in your uni days, and they show you like um uh the they go you go into the back room of the reptiles, and they sort of pull pull some of the snakes no, and stuff out. We didn't get that. No, sort of they thing, they mate. did they no. did that in our in our oh, one. Okay. And and mate, as soon as the snakes came out, I I just went up the back of the room. I go really? no no no, oh. flat out flat out cannot flat. do snakes. Just can't do. It reminds them. me of a story. My dad he was um he was doing some work uh, around the house, and he was uh and I think mum was heavily pregnant with. Me at the time, yep. I think, or maybe my brother. I'm not really sure. And uh, and so it was on uh, was on a really steep block where the house was. Yeah. And he was doing some digging around one day and digging away. And oh, he must have disturbed some rocks or something. And, and a, a snake came out. Yeah, right. And sort of went to go him. And he managed to sort of pin its head with the end of his shovel. Oh wow! So it's like it's just standoff. Yeah, and must and must have been at such an angle that he couldn't obviously flick it or anything. And so he said he had to wait and just hold the snake, like and and um, mum was pregnant, so she was having her afternoon rest. Oh and no! So he had to hold the snake and stay there, pinned yeah. it, so it couldn't turn around and get him until mum eventually said, "Hang on, what's dad doing? He hasn't He's come been up stuck for a while." Out there for a while, and so she had to come down the block. With, I don't know, she must have come down and got something else and sort of shooed the snake away when he wow. lifted it up. How insane is that? Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Oh, so, yeah. so this isn't about... about, about, about <laughs> oh, it's about not. Oh, no, it's not about snakes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, so, so boas, uh, B O A S, brachycephalic obstruct, obstructive airway syndrome. Right. Let, let me try that again. Brachycephalic. 
obstructive airway syndrome. Yep. So B O A S. Yeah. So what's a brachycephalic? Yep. So brachycephalics are animals that have no noses. So yes. dog dogs that are you know, your classic ones, your your Frenchies, your bulldogs, your um, Pekingese that have got no nose. Yeah. In, um, in a nice way, pushed in face. Pushed in face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah lovely. Yeah. So cute. Oh, yeah, Pugs. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Ca- cavies to yeah. a degree. Bulldogs. You know, a you say bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah both, both the French and the English and the Australian and the yes. you know. Portuguese, Portuguese bulldog, bulldog I guess. Madagascar bulldog, you know, a Kiev bulldog. Kiev, yeah. Kiev. We did get a, an answer back. From I saw that, <laughs> and I, 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 I yeah, I, I thought. I'm sure you can spell Kiev the same way as a chicken Kiev. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners who, who don't don't follow our Instagram, we did get a reply from our Ukrainian follower uh, listener, and she said yes, that the chicken Kiev does come from Kiev. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it came from bird's eye, but I was wrong. <laughs> And she said you can spell Kiev with a Y or with an I. There you go. So, there we go. And I think this question is a follow-on. Uh, it is. From her on a French Bulldog. Absolutely, yep. yep. So, um, so yeah, uh, the brachycephalics are the, um, they're the dogs that have, um, you know, they've been bred in such a way that they've got the, the big, the big, you know, big heads, no noses. Yeah. Uh, and Makes them look cute. They are very cute. But they can get airway disease. Yes. You know, um, obstructive is right there in the name. So Often get airway disease, I'd say. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So what happens with these little guys is that they, um, there's structural changes within their airways that cause a blockage of the of the airflow down the back of the nose. Yeah. Um, the main, uh, of, of really getting from the outside world down into the lungs because that's where you want the air to be going. So you can, you know, get oxygen in your blood, which has been found to really improve your chance of living. It is conducive to life, isn't it? It, it, it is, yeah. We've evolved a requirement for oxygen. First, so. 101 vet. Breathing is good. Yes, yes, yeah. And drinking is good too. Yeah, but not drinking and breathing at the same not time. Not excessively drinking. No, that's no, bad no. for your liver. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was lesson three. That's what, yeah, yeah. That was the night after yeah, that, that was night, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was the night after the barn dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, with, the, with, the, with the silver, what was he, the grey? The silver fox. The silver fox, yes. yes. Um, so the, uh, so, the changes that these dogs have, and I'll see if I can I can rattle them all off. So, um, so quite often they will have what's called stenotic nares. Yep. So that's where their nostrils are too small. They can have a redundant uh, uh, nose mucosa. So where they've got so the. If you picture a, a greyhound or a long-nosed dog, you've got lots of um, these things called turbinates, which are a bone that's inside of the nose that's covered in mucosa. Well, all of these brachycephalic dogs, those all those bones are all sort of squished up yep. quite quite a lot. Yep. And so you get this excessive amount of mucosa that just causes a blockage. It's harder for air to get through the nose. That's often the reason why these dogs, they, they pant so much because they just can't get enough airway, air, air in through their nose and with the stenotic nares too. We head a little bit further back, then you've got the elongated soft palate. So you've got um, your hard palate that your teeth sit in and up behind that you've got your soft palate that when you swallow, the soft palate flicks up to try and stop food from going up in the back of your nose. Um, and, and that's the one That's the one that when when uh, you hear snoring, exactly. it's the most common cause of the snoring is yeah. the soft palate flapping yeah. around. And, and you, it's all, I always say to people, you make the noise yourself. <laughs> And you can uh, feel that, you can feel your own soft palate vibrating. Yeah, and so it's that elongated soft palate that causes the uh, the snoring. Um, 
Then you go a little bit further back, and uh, as time goes on, a lot of the changes that happen further back are more uh, more chronic or longer-term changes. The elongated soft palate, the stenotic nares, and the redundant um, uh, nasal mucosa, they're all things that you're generally born with. From the start, From yep. the start, but it's the things that are further back. Oh, and also, um, you get what's called, a, uh, you can get a, a hypoplastic trachea. So trachea is your airway, and so your actual airway can be narrow. Your windpipe, yeah. Your windpipe. Yep. So... Um, um, you then can also get what's called everted laryngeal saccules. Yep. So, as you're bringing the words today, oh, mate. Oh yeah, this yeah, is yeah good it's descriptive. Boas, you know, me back. It just it just brings it all out. Yeah, you know, I love I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, you know? um, it's so good. so the so your everted saccules. So down in the back of your um in the back of your uh, uh, larynx, um inside of your vocal folds are these two little pouches, these two little pockets. Now um. When, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of a thick shake, Lewis, you know, but what happens when you're trying to suck up a really, really thick, thick shake? What happens? Oh, well, your cheeks go in, you yep. kind of, the back of your throat goes a bit weird. It's yep. sort of just, yeah. What happens to the straw? Oh, it just collapses. Collapses. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so what, it wouldn't be a plastic straw, paper straw. Paper straw, yes. paper straw, yeah. or even a metal straw. Metal. I was, that's, I was that's hoping, a lot of those going metal. around. Metal. Yeah. I was hoping to get a metal straw for Father's Day, but maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Father's Day next year. Do, do you need a pair of binoculars? I've yeah. Got a spare pair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone that's selling them cheap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cheap. Yeah. We'll put a sticker on it. We'll make it Two Vets Talk Pets merch. Perfect. Done. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Now, there we're having a competition. Anyone, best, best <laughs> post on Facebook gets a Two Vets Talk Pets pair of binoculars, binoculars. <laughs> sorry <laughs> only used ones yeah. <laughs> i digress yeah. um so uh so what happens so you've got these little saccules so the harder these dogs breathe because they're sucking so hard trying to get the air in but between the narrowed nose the narrowed airways in the nose the elongated soft palate and the narrowed um uh, windpipe that what happens is these saccules can then pop out and so oh, it's when it, these mate. so it's when these saccules pop out that that then causes an even larger amount of obstruction because then you go from having what's already a narrowed airway to having a markedly narrowed yeah. airway. Jeez, you're describing it well. Oh, thank you. That's good. Um, and as time goes on, you get more. You know, you've got turbulence, so you've got that soft palate flapping every time the dog breathes, and every time the dog's um trying to suck air in. Um, you've got the the saccules that are that, that are popping, popping in out. out. Yep. As that turbulence goes on, then you start to get thickened mucosa in the back of your pharynx. So you're getting even more narrowing of your airways. Yep. And the end point can be then a laryngeal collapse. So yep. you get to a point where the cartilage is just so soft, so thick that it all just falls in on itself. Yep. So that's obviously like the end point for these dogs. But it's something that, you know, there are things that you can do to try and help to improve their airways to try and reduce down the amount of turbulence in the airflow and try and stop these per more permanent secondary changes before they come along. Yeah. So, yeah. and most commonly we see this sort of stuff exacerbates in the summer months, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. You know, when yep. you first, because they're panting more, they're exercising, you know, dogs can't sweat. Yep. So they need to thermoregulate or, or reduce their heat, reduce how hot they are by panting. Yes. Um, and these dogs, because they're not getting enough air in and out, they really struggle to thermoregulate. And it's often when we see them first, perhaps, yeah, you know, when they're collapsed or they're 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 overheated, they're hyperthermic. Yes, yeah, so yeah. They're too hot. A heat stroke. Yeah, heat stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which we, we, we might do a do a decent thing on heat stroke, um, leading into the warmer months. Yeah, too, good actually. idea. Well, we're right. We'll put that down in the, yeah. in the memory banks. Yeah. Um. So, 
so yeah, so what what happens with these guys? So the what are the, the, the what are the signs? Yeah, you know, what the the cause of the noise that you'll hear is most commonly that el- uh, elongated soft yep. palate, but generally there's other stuff going on sure. too. But what I always say to clients with these uh, with these dogs is that if you're hearing that the noise is getting worse, the obstruction is getting worse, and if the obstruction is getting worse, you really want to try and do something about it. Because if you wait until the obstruction is really, really bad, these more permanent secondary changes you often can't do anything about. Yeah. So, so what um, do you do about it? So what? Uh, so you can do surgery. So yep. there's surgeries. Um, now going back to to physics, airflow um, is uh, I think the amount of airflow you can get is um, to the power of four of the radius of the diameter of what you're trying to suck it through. E equals mc squared, mate, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. A, it's R, with the, which is a radius with a little four at the top of it. So, <laughs> right, so, pi so, R squared. Well, pi R squared. Pi squared. Pi squared. Go a pi. No, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so what happens is uh, even if you can open the airways a little bit, the amount of air that can get through is huge. Yep. So all we're wanting to try and do is trying to open up the airways. Now, there's some things you can do things about with these um, with these changes. Some things you can't. So what can you do? You can do a. Uh, you can open up the nose. So yep. what, what we call like a, a nose lift or a, 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 a nose a, job. A nose job. Yeah. So what we do is we take a little wedge. Rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty. Yeah. yeah. So we take a little wedge out of the edge of the nose yep. and then stitch it out. So then that way it helps to open up the that hole in the nary in that outside part of the nose a little bit more. It's kind of like how some people can flare their nostrils on cue. Flare you know? it out. I can't yes. really do that. I can do that. You can, yeah, you can too. Can Jeez. That. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, Great mate. airflow, mate. Thank you. That no right. turbulence I do there. do that when I'm, when I'm running hard. I really flare those nostrils. I'm that like, explains Like it. a horse. Yeah, yeah. Flare those nostrils <laughs> right out. Yeah. Just, oh. um, Aroused so, and running. <laughs> and, oh, it's, all, it's all on today. Oh, cry. Flaring Let's go back to sultry again. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we we do the um, the stenotic nary yeah. surgery. So we do the rhinoplasty, open the nose up, we shorten the soft palate. Yep, and that's really the big one, you know. So, um, generally, these dogs have a markedly enlarged soft palate. So, what we do is we go and we cut off some of that soft palate. So they're still they're still going to snore. But there's going to be much, much more airflow go through Less there. And tissue. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they sometimes you like there's landmarks that we look for in there to make sure we don't take off too much. Yep. Um, the risks of taking off too much is that if you do take off too much, well then food could go into the back of the nose. But mm. generally, you've got so much tissue there, you can take off quite a bit and, yes. and and not run any risks with that. Now, if your dog has then got the everted saccules, so where those little um those, those little sacs down further down yep, have popped from the out, thick shake from the thick shake, yep. you can remove those as well. And if you if so if your dog's got all of those things, they will breathe so 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 much better. Yeah. The triple threat, mate. The triple one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the 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 triple therapy, you triple know? therapy, triple therapy like for the it. boas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But generally, if you can do the nares and the so that so the nose, and you can do the soft palate before those more permanent changes happen. Often you don't have to do the everted saccules right. because if you can re- improve the airflow, reduce down the sucking that that dog's doing, trying to suck the air in, it just helps the airflow go down. Yep. And so often that'll stop the um, the saccules from everting anyway. So, so, so the thing I want to know, mate, I don't know yep. if you, you can help with this, is I've got a new puppy. I've got my new French bulldog. Yes. You know, he's 12 weeks of age. Yeah. Maybe he snores a little bit. Yep. There's a little bit of noise that's going on, you know. Yes. It's cute. It's really yep. cute. When, how... 
when do I need to be worried? How do I know if he needs that bow surgery or yeah, not? At what so stage? That, a great question. So glad you asked. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so um, a lot of it's going to come down to, like I say, that if it seems like the snoring's getting worse. You know? right. So if the snoring is getting worse or if it seems like they're really struggling with breathing during exercise, and what I often get people to do is to video them when they're young and then refer back to that video. And you can, like, you can listen to it and great go, idea. hang on. Is he making a lot more noise now? Is he making more noise when he's just walking around and, you know, and, and just living life? <laughs> yeah, okay, right. There's things are sounding bad yeah. here, you know. Um, and particularly if you can get it, you know, before summertime, you know, before the hot weather hits. The other time where then you can get a really good idea is as they are growing up, you get your vet to have a look. We can see if they've got stenotic nares just from physical examination. The soft pellet, usually we need to have a look down the back of their throat. So, yep. um, And we can often do that when we de-sex them. De-sexing, yep. so, so if we have a look at de-sexing and we see that they've got a markedly elongated soft pellet and they've got the stenotic nares, Sometimes you can even look at trying to do the surgery on them when they, like, uh, depending on how old they are, you know, you can sometimes try and link those two surgeries up at once. You yeah, know, you do, do the, do do the de-sexing, do the, um, do the soft palate, do the nares, and then your little, um, yeah, uh, bracky dogs will then breathe a lot better through yeah. the, um, you know, through their life. Yeah, and uh, look, I did, I went to a lecture once, I remember, and I'll see if I can get this correct, but there's a little exercise that he does. Um, he, he says, uh, now, uh, what is it? What you need to do is you take a deep breath in. So take a deep breath in and hold that in as far as you can and then let a little bit of air out, just a little bit. Yep, and then breathe in again and then breathe out again and then breathe in again. And he he reckons yep. that's how these brachycephalic dogs are feeling right. when they're breathing. Okay. And when you do that, you're like, geez, I'm always feeling like I need a bit more air. Yes, yeah. But yep. that's a little exercise that he did. And when he did that in the lecture, everyone's like, Oh! Yeah, people are passing out in the aisles. Yes. You know, everyone's sweating up a tree. Yeah, right. Vomiting. No, I yeah. don't know. It's a good story, though. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, that gives you a little bit of an idea if you're thinking, yeah, certainly if you're wondering if your dog needs it. I love the idea of the video sort of yes. thing. That works really well for your partner, too, I think, if they snore in their sleep. Yes, absolutely. Going, in the morning. this is what yeah. you... Check out this. You yeah. do snore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, well, we give him relationship advice as well. Oh, mate. We should absolutely. do a separate podcast for that. <laughs> um, and with the surgeries, there is... Yeah, there are there are some risks with doing the yes. surgery too because you are doing surgery on the airways. Yep. Um, and like a lot of surgical procedure, you know, you've got anaesthetic risks, obviously. Um, but there are risks associated with the surgery. But you know, if you've got a surgeon that is experienced in doing the procedures, um, and they and you're across what those potential post-operative issues can be then it's much much better than waiting until your dog then needs to have an emergency tracheostomy because they're yeah which is where you get an air, a tube yeah. stuck in your airway because you've got heat so stroke and they've got laryngeal paralysis yeah. oh, or laryngeal yes. collapse you yeah. know um and one other thing that i went to a um a talk where they were talking about these little boas dogs because they're sucking in so hard, often what these guys can do is they can actually get reflux as well. Right. So they so because their their chests are pulling out oh, so yes. much with negative Physics. pressure. Physics, mate. So what happens is it's trying to fill that negative space with something. And so what happens is you can actually get um, then a gastric acid coming up from your stomach into your esophagus, yep. leading to esophagitis and esophageal wow. disease as well. So wow, really, so eh? a lot of times these little dogs, like there was um, like a couple of the um, surgeons actually talk about using um, uh, uh, antacids and things like that to um, before surgery just to try and help to reduce down their stomach acidity to improve their 
prognosis with Great surgery stuff, too. Mate. So wow. yeah, yeah. Have you have you done them? Have you done one? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah I, I do. Um, I get. Uh, Karen's done heaps. Yep. I've done I've done you know probably half a dozen. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. um, and uh, had yeah great success yeah, with I've them. Done, I've um, done a few of them. I yeah. probably don't do them so much these days. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll send um, them on to someone a bit more experienced. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps to Mount uh, Waverley, uh, <laughs> Waverley Animal Hospital. I might yeah. send them down there. Oh look, it's um it's that. Uh, it's like anything. You know, if you've got an experienced yeah. surgeon that's doing it, you know, it's because it, it is a fiddly surgery. You know, so if you've got experience in doing it, then your chances of um, of issues are, are less, you know, yep. they're still there. Um, but that being said, it's something that, you know, if you've got a, if you're in a situation where, you know, cost constraints or something like that, get your dog to have the surgery if it needs it, you yep. know, and if you've got a vet that maybe has only done it a few times, you know, but they know what they're doing, you know, um, talk to them about it. And, uh, and the main, the most important thing is get the, get the procedure done if your yeah. dog needs it. Yeah. Exactly. Great, mate. That, fantastic. fantastic. I've learned a lot there. Thanks, Robbie. That's, that's a, right, man. That's a, that's a gold topic. Guys. Drop the mic. Yeah, oh. that's right. Exactly. Bookmark that. If you can <laughs> bookmark a podcast and <laughs> come back to it, because there's a lot in there, mate. Alrighty, look, we are we've gone way over time, but yeah. I thought it was really important with the boa stuff. That's a great chat, mate. Really, really good. Oh, thank you. Yep. Um. So, look, yeah. Obviously, everyone, we're on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Two Vets Talk Pets at Gmail We've got our Patreon page. If you think you know, you think we're worth a couple of cents each, or even a couple of dollars each. Yeah. Please, uh, please, uh, give us some love. And uh, and and don't forget to uh, give us a shout out. You know, um, uh, put us on uh, any of your social feeds. You know, and take a picture of it, send it through to us, and we'll uh, send you guys a sweet, sweet sticker. They're amazing. You they won't are be disappointed. Great. And and uh, uh, binoculars not included. <laughs> <laughs> and right. we'll, we'll, we'll come up with some um, some comp for the um, two vets talk pets coffee mug too. Yeah, so good actually, idea. if anyone's if anyone's got any idea, oh, no, uh, no, that's right. We'll have a we'll have a think about it over the next couple of weeks and yeah. try and work out what we can yeah. do. We'll have a powwow. A powwow. Yeah, powwow. yeah. yeah. Well, All right, guys. Uh, that's it. That's a wrap for today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.